0: Welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless podcast with a relentless and resilient thrive. It is your content creator and host, Sarah J. Gather some popcorn, rally the girls. Let's go have some fun. What's good, Sincerely Shameless Podcast. What is popping, Sincerely Shameless Community. What's going on, Shameless Community. I hope y'all are well. It is your favorite host, Long Distance Cousin, Sarah Jay. I am blessed. I'll start with that. I'm blessed to be sitting here behind the mic in my home, which is an absolute pleasure. Um, also, I, I got some confessions. I want to apologize. I am two weeks behind and we should be halfway through the season, but because life is lifing and Sarah is laying down, okay? Sarah J is going to bed. Um, that is why I'm behind. Two weeks ago, I had a lock jaw situation because I was chewing gum with braces and it kind of tightened up my jaw to where I could barely communicate. Can you imagine? And this week here, I was not able to get on a flight that actually was not delayed, delayed, and darn near canceled to where I didn't get home until Saturday morning at 5 o'clock am. So that's been exciting. However, the commitment is the commitment. And so better late is wait, never better. I'm late. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I'm super duper excited about the fourth episode on this week's podcast. Um, I hope you are doing your due diligence and sharing with a friend. I don't want to take up too much time because I know you're a very busy person. Um, But this would not be the Sincerely Shameless podcast, and I wouldn't be Sarah J if I didn't kick this episode off with a story time. Let's get into it. So if you have been rocking with me since episode one, season one, then you wouldn't know this has been a journey. But I really want us to focus on season six and the previous episodes that we've already started for this story time. As of January 1, 2022, my heart posture and my mind changed in regards to who and where and how I do my life. I had gotten to the point to where I had finally started to openly, honestly desire a relationship with the opposite sex. Okay. With that being said, I had to change my way of thinking, my fun girl mentality out and about, pop click, get with the girls, single, savage Sarah, looking real good, had to adjust, still needed to be single because I was, still needed to have a little bit of savage because I am. And I still had to be Sarah J, but I had to transition my mind from oneness to potentially twoness. And even after 2 happens, we all know that people can build families, whether it's dogs, cats, bats, birds, kids, mothers-in-laws, fathers-in-laws, auntie-in-laws, all that good stuff. So I had to transition my mind from that. And it is still a daily journey, but I had to open up my mind to be able to understand. As you know, with that change comes a new type of action. Sitting in my home, chatting it up with the girls all the time, possibly needed to turn in, being a little bit more social and putting myself out there, possibly even downloading an app called Hinge. Don't do it. Okay. Anywho, being able to put myself out there so that I can be seen on the scene with a gangster lean. You know what I'm saying? So I've met quite a few people going that route. I've since then deleted the app. I have fallen madly in lust, maybe even like, and had to get back up by myself. So it went from dating a guy who was emotionally unavailable to me thinking, I can make you available. I've got enough emotions for the both of us, to dating a guy who really should just be with a photographer or cinematographer because obviously Sarah Jane got those angles to double backing with a guy who I originally met and was like nah and was like potentially and then like nah so it's interesting and I started to think about how I got there. My girlfriend whom I so dearly love will give me very solicited advice such as Sarah perhaps you should relax your standards. I even heard Perhaps I should just be single forever because I'm beastly in that arena. My favorite was perhaps you should be with a white man because black men don't love black women like that and they can't give you what it is that you're looking for. And um, the good and faithful one is whenever God send them, God gonna send them. Love that one. Well, let's just be honest. I let that get into my head. I started to allow a lot of the culture bleed through what I knew to be true about myself as far as my standards, as far as what I desired, as far as my worth. And I became very lax. um, Things that would never fly. Let me be clear. Never fly, okay? Began to fly. Men who I'd never speak to. Started having conversations with them. That's for darn sure. Um, Places I said I'd never go became my regular place of hangout. Conversations I typically wouldn't have became conversations I typically will started to have. And um, I started to see this new person emerging, this woman that I did not want to necessarily become because of that desire. And with that came pain right our good faithful friend pain is great because it's a reminder of where not to go but it's also not so fun because it's hurtful and there was no activity there was no place there was no thing that could really erase that pain and on top of that experiencing a season of loss a lot of loss um experiencing compounded grief a lot of grief in a place where it's still foreign to me in a sense and a demanding job and the expectations of still doing what I am called to do which is this here podcast and writing and just being a place of encouragement and uplifting um left me feeling just in pain and um the only way, I could see myself getting over these past eight months is to admit that it all hurt my feelings, which leads me to this week's episode podcast. So it's a no brainer that life comes with trials, tribulation, um, excitement, love, joy, happiness. Life also comes with pain, regret, doubt, fear, Um, rejection, abandonment, dejection, all of these different emotions that we have to navigate. And for me, it has been quite challenging as it probably has been for you if you're listening to this podcast. This is why you're listening to it, so we can bond, okay? Not off of trauma, but just off of life, doing what life does. And um, we know those things come up and what tends to happen is we harden our hearts and start to have a decreased expectation on all the good that can happen. I am the first one to admit that my heart has been hardened significantly just on things I've experienced from the age of 10 to 20. And that's not even accounting for these other 12 humble years that I have to account for that's on me. And um a lot of this season for me here in Ohio these uh, these going on two years has been about actually realizing that a lot of this stuff hurt my feelings. And I don't know if you've ever just been having casual conversation that turned a little pointed and you had to tell a story and you tear up. I recently have experienced that a lot more often than not. I could be talking about a time when I was in elementary school and having to recall being bullied and that makes me tear up. I remember talking to a friend and discussing how I went from a PWI in high school to um, a predominantly black school MLK stand up um, and what that felt like for me and just talking about it at this age versus where I was at that age, I teared up and um, even being in therapy you know, um, having my therapist ask very pointed questions and me having to answer them and realizing I am still in pain about that. And um, it wasn't something that I could say growing up in the household is that it hurt my feelings. You know, we have been trained so much to not acknowledge the feelings. And to not get clear on what that emotion looked like. And all I knew was good and bad. Like, hey, I'm passing my classes. This is good. Hey, I'm failing my class. This is bad. I didn't know about disappointment and rejection and fear. Like, though I can now articulate those things now, at that time I didn't. And even now, being able to say, wow, that really hurt my feelings has been tough. Because... I have fallen to believe what culture's way of teaching has been is that if your feelings are hurt, then you're weak. Um, So from going from 12 to like 20, I had childhood things that hurt my feelings, adolescent things, young adult things. And then you start dating or you start making friends and you start hearing things like it wasn't that deep. It's not, it's not, that serious, you're being sensitive where you can't even express that though that may be a common thing for you to do or for you to say that that hurt my feelings. And so in this, what I now consider a silent season where I'm just here, that there's a lot that is in my feelings bag. And there's a lot of that hurt that I'm now having to, come to grips with. And so what I really wanted to do in this week's episode was talk about what hurt because where it hurts, where we're wounded is where the greatest blessing is going to take place, but we won't see it. We can't experience it because we're still hurt. And the only way to experience it is to get unhurt. And so I wanted to really look at the three big myths that go along with pain that yield us or hinder us from saying that, ouch, that hurt. That that really hurt my feelings. And that acceptance, that admittance, that takes us to the next place to where we can experience something other than pain. And so my three um, are as follows. One of them is admitting that it hurt feels weak. I remember having a conversation with a girlfriend of mine and I was sharing with her this interest that I had in this young man. And she's just like, you know, Sarah, it's a bad idea. I don't like him. I don't like it. I don't like none of it. Get rid of it. And um, I remember telling her like, hey, like I really right now just need your support in this matter, all this other stuff sounds good but it's hurtful to hear it's hurtful to hear that um you don't trust my decision um and i don't like it <laughs> and in that moment i felt like weak because here i am being vulnerable opening up about something that i find to be at this moment with the information that i have true to what my experience has been and in actuality me admitting to her That how she said that and what she said with it was hurtful, was able to, for one, her to learn how to better communicate with me because she was right now, hindsight 2020, but how I can better understand how she loves and how she wants to see the best out of me. And so that first piece is admitting that someone or something or someplace hurt you does feel weak, but in actuality, it's not. The other point is forgiveness feels like, you know, um, allowance. Like I forgive you, the person on the other end feels like, oh, that means she'll allow it to happen again or that he'll allow it to happen again. In actuality, there's a two part forgiveness. There's forgiveness and then there's wisdom. And so for me to be able to forgive this person, this place or this thing for hurting me, now I have to use wisdom and discern if this person has the ability to see themselves and make corrections, or if they don't see themselves, it's inevitable to happen again. If this place has the ability to step outside of self, hear me and recognize that this is hurtful and to make the change. Same as things, you know, people have the ability to say, Hey, this person is telling me their experience with me i can either step outside of myself and make an adjustment or i can just stay stagnant and continue to show up to be the person that i am or my favorite is this person doesn't see a flaw with how they show up in the world. And nine times out of 10, if a person doesn't see a flaw with how they show up in the, wor- in the world and you're on the experiencing end of things and that experience isn't pleasant for you, they're not gonna make that change for you. That change is going to come from within and it's gonna be because they wanna see a change happen. And so that forgiveness piece can kind of feel like I'm allowing bad behavior. And when you admit to someone, hey, this hurt my feelings, and they're not willing to adjust, then you've got to make a decision and wisdom to say, either I'm going to continue to sign up for my feelings to be hurt and harden my heart, or I'm going to use wisdom and allow them the time that they need to see themselves, and perhaps we can circle back, but only time will tell. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite point that I want to share with y'all is bitter is better. I don't know how many times me and my girlfriends would get together, and we can recall the brothers who played, the homegirls who 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 tried it, the streets, the whole nine, and we'll hold on to that because that's our badge of honor. Like, hey, I done been drugged through the mud. I don't appreciate it, and that's why I'm at. <laughs> That's why I can give you the pop off because you did this, you said that, you showed up this, you da 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 da, and you talked about my mama, and you said da, da, da. that bitterness for whatever reason in that moment feels better. It feels better because it, it's it's that th- this is my this is my warrant, this is my allowance. I can do this because this is what you did. I can say this because this is what you said. I can give it right back. But that bitterness actually turns into rage. And um, that rage is dangerous. Because once you're there, all it takes is and you are gone. Okay? You are too far gone. Take it from someone who has... And is dealing with rage because of my bitterness, my lack of ability to say, hey, when you said X, Y, Z, that hurt my feelings. Hey, I didn't like that experience. Hey, this does not feel good. I was unable and unwilling, unable but mostly unwilling to say that because I I do not believe that someone is allowed to just hurt me and take. And and they feel good about the fact that they have power over me. I just, it's just icky for me. <laughs> I don't like it. So I rather straight face be like, nah, that ain't hurt. And crumbling on the inside. My poor little heart be broken on the inside. I be crying at home because I'm still very human and um building bitterness. Building bitterness, making silent vows, like, man, I never, ever do that. Nah, I never, I never let, you know, X, Y, Z. Nah, we're not ever doing whatever the whatever. And not realizing I'm building up this really, 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 really hard and tall wall to not only experience that pain that I said I'll never ever experience that hurt I'll never ever experience that rejection that abandonment that fear that doubt but I'm also not letting in the happiness the joy the love the laughter the excitement the friendship the community the connection I need all of those things and so um, I'd actually like to say that bitterness isn't better and those are like the three top myths that I can think about so when we say I'm not going to let that go I'm going to hold on to that and in an actuality we got to let it all go we we've got to be so good at saying hey what you just said hurt my feelings and I'm not rocking with it and Being able to forgive, like that forgiveness piece is going to be key, but that wisdom piece, like if this person is constantly doing it, I I have a really cool story um, and I wanted to use it for another episode, but I can give you guys some insight. I had a um, really close girlfriend of mine whom I love dearly, but our biggest hiccup was how she spoke to me. Um, And I don't do harsh talk. I believe all conversations, especially if they're intense, need to be had at a five. (laughs) We don't need to go above a five. We need to stay at five. And um, it would be things that we were agreeing on, but it would keep going to like an eight and a 10. And I would have to stay at a five because just because you give me a 10 don't mean I pay you back with a 10. I respect me enough to stay at a five, but I also respect you enough to let you go so you can have those 10 type of conversations with people who do it on 10 because I can't. And I already know that it's not going to be positive. So we've got to let that go. But I said in that conversation, like, hey, when you talk to me like this, it is hurtful. And I know that you're passionate and I know that you care. I know that you mean no harm by it. But on the receiving end, it's hurtful. And we kept having this conversation till I finally said, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. And I forgive you. And I love you. But I can't communicate with you because each time we go to from a five to a 10, I build bitterness and it's cutting out roots to the friendship. And now I'm ragey to where somebody on a corner could be, hey, miss, say, hey, Miss Lady, and I give him everything you deserved, you know? And so just having that mindfulness piece. So when we get honest with ourselves, right? I was having a conversation with a friend. I said, you know what? Going forward, you should stop lying to yourself. And I had to take that to heart too because I do that sometimes. I try to—I lie to myself because I want to see the best out of the the moment, out of the person, out of the place, out of the thing. I, I lie to myself because I only—I love to believe that people have good hearts and good intentions. But the reality is, that's not the case all the time. And so, in in all honesty, when we admit that our feelings are hurt, we are setting ourselves free. I don't know if you know that. When you can tell a person, hey, what you said, what you did, hey, how you moved, how you treated me was hurtful, you just set yourself free. You just cut the cord for their behavior to your heart and it no longer has ownership. Another cool thing about it is you can now see how that person moves and you can start to limit their access. It's similar to, okay, it's (laughs) similar it's similar to like um, a Netflix account. It's when you get the $7.99, you have ads. You get the eleven ninety nine, you don't have ads. You get the $34.99, you can get four people to join you and watch Netflix. Or oh, if you pay it out all year, shoot, you get a 10% discount. <laughs> so it's similar to that. And we do have to limit and allow access and permissions everybody can't have the same permission though they have the same position everybody can't have the same access with the same permission sometimes you can only view and that's just what we get to choose when we are able to be vulnerable enough and admit what hurt and being able to be honest with ourselves and other people now we can scale accordingly and the other piece of that is the acceptance and y'all already knew i was going to say acceptance After every episode, we're gonna close out in acceptance because that's what it takes, because we can move forward with acceptance. I have to accept that I am vulnerable in this area. I have to accept that this person has hurt me in this area. But then I also have to accept that that's now a wound, and I have to do all that I can to make sure I do not harden my heart because the moment our hearts are hardened, we can't receive the joy on the other side. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I need to experience a lot more joy because I've experienced a lot of pain. And so that's inevitable as long as I do my work. Now, the closure piece. We all want an explanation as to why people do the stuff that they do. I want to be the third person to tell you this because I'm sure your mom or your father has already told you this. I'm sure one of your closest homegirls and or homeboys have already told you this. Guess what? Some folk don't even have a rhyme and a reason to why they do the stuff that they do. So now you're out here seeking a response, an answer, justification, some clarity. Our favorite word says closure on why they move the way that they move and guess what, they don't know. And nine times out of 10, if you pay close enough attention, you'll see those same behaviors that they give you and themselves. And people can only treat you to the level that they treat themselves. People can only understand you to the level that they understand themselves. If they lie to themselves, they're going to lie to you. What makes you so special? If they are cheap with themselves, you can't be shocked that they're not giving with you. If they hide behind, you know, Trauma, or whatever the case may be, because they don't want to accept what's happened and they don't want to do the work, they're not going to do the work with you. And that's just the reality. And so we've got to do our best to really, truly operate in acceptance and be able to um, move forward. We got to be able to do those things so we can get to the other side because I heard the other side's beautiful. All right, y'all, I hope that story time and those little points to prosperity were worth your um, your time here. It's it's all a journey and I'm excited about it. Now, to our final segment of the podcast, which is still my favorite. It is the I'm Still Healing moment. As you know, I did grab this from a previous podcast that I did and I brought it on over because it's very much so relevant and fragility is a real thing. So on this week's I'm Still Healing. Um, I'd like to tell you guys mine, but I also want to ask you what's yours. And you guys know we have an open communication policy here um, with the Shameless brand. So if you need to slide into my DMs, you can find me at she so with two O's, Shameless underscore, and let me know what you've got going on. Or you can reach me on the website and the contact us page at www. The Shameless And um, we can talk about it. I'd love to hear more about it. I'd love to hear more about what you're doing. And um, you should be willing to share because remember, you're being shameless and the shameless, shameless, and they share. So do that. Now, my I'm Still Healing moment is actually directly connected to this week's episode. I um, recently had a opportunity to necessarily build a friendship in hopes of dating um, and relationship with a a young suitor. And in those efforts, I start asking the real questions and you start asking real questions, you start to get real answers, ladies, fellas, you too. And um, in this, I discovered that not only was there no opportunity for anything to happen, I also realized along the way I lied to myself a bit and I potentially loosened up my standards. If not, yeah, loosened up my standards, loosened up what I was willing to who I was willing to be with for what I was willing to accomplish. And, um, that caused pain. It really did. It had a, it caused pain because you end a friendship. It's interesting the season that we're in, you start to share, Stories, and you start to set a, I don't know, a vibe is what the young folks are saying. And then you look up one morning and it doesn't exist, and you have to repair that. And so being able to just sit in the fact that this did not go as I planned um, and accept that there's something else better. And so being able to just say, hey, that hurt my feelings and not just, and I'm gonna be honest, y'all. Let me tell you. Ooh, I told my home girls and I'm the wise friend, y'all. So <laughs> I'm, I am, I'm i am the wise friend who the no tolerance policy friend, the uh-uh, let him go sis um, friend. And so when I tell my girlfriends these stories they're like sis what are you doing and they have an opportunity to judge me and I'm so blessed to have a community of women who do not so if you don't have that sis bro get you some That they were able to say, you know, Sarah, I can understand that. I can see that. Thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for your shamelessness and that being able to set yourself free and talk about what really happened and that what how you really showed up and that it didn't work. And then I had to tell them like, yo, it was hurtful. And um, that's one thing we got to do better, y'all. We got to do better when our girlfriends, when our guy friends open up and tell us, what happened and all the red flags that showed up and maybe even only one green flag that got dusted out by all the other ones and we listen to them we hear their story we've got to stop being so judgmental and saying like oh well if that was me it's not you it's not you because if it was you you got to know when you jump in my shoes you got to take my experiences with you and you would have chose according in exactly how I did and um fellas, we got to be more honest with our guy friends. When, when, when we're hurting, when you're hurting, you got to be able to say like, hey, popping one story one way and flipping it for the boys another way to where women are looking shamed and men are looking shamed. Like it, it's got to be a tough thing to say like, hey, I put all my eggs in that basket and I really wanted us to walk off gallivanting into the, I don't know, sea of abyss happily, but the bottom of the basket fell out, and all my ex are on the floor frying. I don't know. And being able to say that because that's exactly what happened, and being able to say, hey, that was hurtful, and hey, that did not go exactly how I wanted it to. And then being able to feel supported, being able to feel loved, being able to not feel shamed, but then also being encouraged to try again. And so I'm still healing and just recovery on having one expectation and totally getting another. Saints, sisters, brothers, I'm not sure if that's something that's hitting home with you, but I I sure hope that you do some assessments and ask yourself, it did it go according to plan and does it still hurt that it didn't? And um, hopefully on the other side of that, we get something better. All right, y'all, my time has come. Your girl needs another cup of coffee and you've got things to do per usual, Share with a friend, share with a friend and um, do your work and be absolutely you and a thousand percent shameless. Look forward to chatting with you guys. Same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Sincerely Shameless episode on the Sincerely Shameless podcast where we unpack shame through vulnerability. It takes courage, resiliency, and effort. I truly hope you get the opportunity to share this episode with a friend who shares it with another friend who shares it with another friend as we all collectively come together to become the better version of ourselves if you haven't already had the opportunity be sure to head over to www.theshamelessbrand.me for blog updates We can also stay in constant communication through instagram and that is at she is so shameless with two o's and underscore at the end i really look forward to chatting with you next week you are loved and we got this